0: Welcome to the Mindful ADHD Diva, the podcast for high-achieving women on a journey of personal growth and mindfulness, seeking to master ADHD in the real world. I'm your host, Coach Lauren, and each week we explore the tools and strategies that empower you to conquer ADHD challenges to live a happy and holistic lifestyle. Because remember, there are no drastic changes without drastically changing. So let's get ready to transform your life we are back this week with episode three of the mindful adh diva well last week we touched on setting boundaries and that is going to forever be a lifelong journey you need to know how to set boundaries with yourself that's probably the most important relationship in which you need to know how to set boundaries because that teaches other people to know how to treat you But this week, we're going to talk about letting go. Now, before I delve into today's content, I want to let my listeners know, because I know that this podcast has listeners from my previous podcast, which I've now rebranded to the Mindful ADHD Diva, you can actually watch these episodes on my YouTube channel. So there is a Mindful ADHD Diva YouTube channel where you can actually watch me. (laughs) it's a vodcast. So if you really want to get to know me a little bit better, see my motions, my facial expressions, you know, all of the uh, excitement here behind the mic, be sure to subscribe to the Mindful ADHDva YouTube channel. And I drop episodes every Tuesday at 5am. So those of you who are listening, you already know what my voice sounds like. So (laughs) Today, I really wanna open up with a question. I always open up an episode, the episodes with questions. I also want to let you all know if you are a reader and you wanna listen to the episode or watch it and read, these episodes uh, connect to blog posts. So there is a blog post from months ago called Letting Go. So most of the podcast titles are the blog post titles. So I try to keep them short and sweet with two words if possible. Some some of them might be a little bit longer, but I just want it to be straight to the point so you know, oop, this is really what I need right now. This is really what I want to listen to. So let's kick off the question of letting go. So do you ever find yourself clinging to the past or resisting change, even when you know it's necessary for personal growth and happiness? So let that question sink in. I always want this to be a critical processing um, experience because this podcast is built for transformation, and I want to impact many women. So my goal for the first year in this business is to impact five hundred women. Now whether that's with the podcast, the Vodcast, my free master classes or actual coaching clients. I am very passionate about the impact that I can have on really getting you, the listener, the viewer, the client, the person that I choose to impact, how can you see your world differently? And not only just that, let's take it a step further. How can you, you know, enact change, if you will? How can you notice that you are having this aha moment and not feel stuck and confused to say, you know, I can't move forward. So have you ever had that feeling where you're just clinging on to the past? So I wanna touch on a few things that might be stopping you from moving forward. Now, one of them is, is emot- emotional attachments. So this could be anything. This could be you not wanting to... Leave a certain place because it has a positive attachment or maybe it has a negative attachment. Whatever that might be for you, it is some sort of emotional attachment there. or a another um, thing that's resisting you from or stopping you from making that change could be the fear of the unknown. So we are actually I'm taking this this business class called Social Capital Builders. Shout out to Ed de Jesus my teacher, he said yesterday in last night's class, he said, you know, the brain is built to protect us. So we are not going to step outside of our comfort zone because it's not safe. Now, obviously it's safe, but our brain is telling us, well, we don't know this. It's unfamiliar. It's uncharted territory. I don't really know what's on the other side. So why would I try that? Well, that actually stifles growth. So if you let fear drive you, that's literally what's happening you need to take fear by the wheel and say okay i'm gonna give this a try whatever that fear level might be i mean it might be something new like i'm gonna change my style or you know what i'm gonna move across the country or you know what i'm really going to cut off people who are just not for me right now in this season of my life whatever it is those are things that stop you from letting go to allow another opportunity to come into your space you could also be really holding on to letting, not letting go because of nostalgia. Maybe something gives you that positive dopamine hit of like, well, you know, if I do let go of this and that's not going to happen. Well, sometimes there's seasons and reasons for things and that's okay, but you shouldn't allow that to have you cling on to something that could be stifling your growth towards something greater than what you think is possible. Comfort zones is another one. Okay. The one of the biggest things I've learned in the last, what, year and a half that I've been on this entrepreneurial journey is I've gotten comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, that sounds kind of crazy, right? I mean, I came from schedules, consistency w-2 employee of being a teacher i mean i knew down to the minute (laughs) what i was doing all right kids come in in two minutes the bell's about to ring in five minutes all right lunch is in 30 minutes all right we have this period in an hour i mean i knew what my day looked like it was very structured and if there was any sort of chaos I knew how long the chaos would happen or when the next thing would would, you know, come to play. And then, of course, when you're a W-2 employee, everything is consistent. You're you're on a fixed income, you know, Fridays and every other Friday or the 15th and the 30th, I'm going to get paid. So I lived in comfort zones for a long, long time, and most of us do. But when you step outside of that comfort zone, that's when it's the fear of the unknown. That's when it's that emotional attachment or that's when it's that nostalgia of like, oh man, I remember when life was easier or whatever it is, you know? But that's not going to push you to be the best version of yourself and get that true transformation. And it's not going to allow you to let go of things. Another thing to consider is guilt and obligation. Now, I am, you know, we all have this, but I am further down the line of the season of guilt and obligation. I I used to do things out of guilt all the time. And that's just how I was groomed to be. You know, you do the 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 littlest stupidest things without thinking about it and you do it because someone else is telling you to do it and you don't want to do it but you're doing it out of guilt and obligation and then if you're taught that at a young age when you grow up and live in society and interact with people you will continue to repeat that behavior and that's not healthy for anybody you should never do something out of guilt or obligation ever i mean hands down point blank period but we want to please people we want to do the right thing, if you will, which I had quotes for that for those of you who are listening. That's not necessarily the right thing. Sometimes you need to let go of unhealthy relationships or situations or environments and you don't need to pollute your mind and your body because you're doing this at the expense of someone else because you feel guilty. So, you know, one big thing for me with letting go because there are several things in my life where I've had to let go and it was hard. But one of the biggest things was my other business. Now, I still have it, but it is just not something I am nurturing anymore, because if there's something I learned about that journey, it was truly understanding that if I have to work 15 times harder than I think I'm supposed to work and I'm still not succeeding and I've been at this game for a year and change and I'm not seeing progress, I need to let it go. And that's essentially what was happening. It was not aligning with who I was. Well, let me say this. It was not aligning with who I'm supposed to be. So the so the me that was running that business was the me that had this brand, if you will, for over a decade. You know, I became something that I didn't realize I was creating and I was doing it for other people. Now, my why behind it is still my why for this business, the impact that it makes in the transformation that it brings for my clients and families. Now, that's always my why. I'm a heart centered leader impact is is crucial for me but the actual um delivery of the product was not what I wanted to do and I think that when I was pushing it and trying to make more of it make it more than what it was that's when the guilt came in (laughs) and the obligation, and the, uh, all right, well, I guess I'll just do it for three months, you know? Like, I don't wanna live my life like that because I don't want it to be I'm doing something for someone else and I'm not happy. I wanna be happy doing something that makes me happy and that brings me joy that can also make it a, a greater impact. So I had to let go. And when I let go, all this creativity came to mind. And this business, Resilience Unlimited, my ADHD life coaching business for high-achieving women came to be. And how it came to be was because I was able to look inward and I was able to say, you know what? I have these struggles. I have not addressed my own shit. Perhaps this is really where I need to look. Now, this is another thing, and this will be another episode at another time, but like we have the resources to become the best version of ourselves. We are just not allowing ourselves to access them when you can really see the greater picture and and have your faith and you know your higher power whatever you believe in you don't have to worry about anything because what's for you is for you and there's no competition it's it's you versus you so when you let go of things it can only give you more space for something else so there are many examples of this in my life and I think, you know, the letting go of the other business is, is the is the biggest one that I can really process right now because it was it was hard to do that. You know, it, it really felt like I'm giving up something. I'm giving up, quote, my dream. But I, I really wasn't. I, I'm actually putting that on hold. I'm not not doing it because I do still work with clients, but it's just not in the forefront of what I want to do. And who I want to become, and really more importantly, what I want my legacy to be. So I really want to invite you all to think about what's holding you back from letting go. Now, this could be a very complex loaded question. I mean, it could be your inner critic is just too strong and you can't think of any reasons to feel grateful and you're in like the lowest point of your life. Well, this morning I was listening to Maya Angelou talking on a motivational um, tape. Well, it's not a tape, nobody has tapes anymore. A motivational uh clip on my phone, <laughs> and she was talking about the whole concept of the storm but always finding the rainbow in it, and it just made a lot of sense because you can live in this storm. You can live in a place where maybe you're feeling like you're at rock bottom. You don't have any way out or, you know, why me take the victim approach. But if you can truly find the rainbow in all of that, you're going to be okay because you're able to let go of certain things and make room for the things that are for you and things that matter. So some practical tips I I want you to apply and I really want you to think about The first one is mindfulness, okay? Meditation and mindfulness are huge. If you can allow your hyperactive, very busy ADHD brain to quiet, even if it's for like five minutes a day, you're going to see the impact over time. You're going to realize this is something that I can't not do because I am actually in a place, a happy place of feeling in control, of listening to my body, of understanding what I need in this moment or this season or this time. And I say that from personal experience. When you can really ground yourself with deep breathing and really connect your mind body and spirit you are able to answer a lot of questions that you are looking for external answers you are asking the question and hoping someone else can give you that answer and believe me i've been there i've been there where i've said you know why can't why can't this person just tell me what i'm supposed to do why can't this just you know Give me, you know, a sign to say you're on the right path and keep going. You know, I mean, all those questions, but that's like such a victim approach. Why? Why are you not giving me the answers? Well, hello, duh, because I have the answers within me, but I wasn't allowing myself to get quiet to understand that the answers are within. So I highly recommend practicing mindfulness. The second tip is self-compassion. You have to be kind and gentle to yourself. I am a victim of this as well. We all have that inner critic. My last masterclass, I told uh, the ladies there that my inner critic, or name that bitch, her name is Agnes. (laughs) And I think that's the ugliest name ever. And I have a whole, I should do an episode on um, naming your inner critic. But really, like, you have to personify this inner critic. You need to figure out who she is, where she came from, what's her personality, what is she stopping you from doing, and what do you want to tell this inner critic so you can basically tell her to shut the fuck up so you can continue to do what you want to do because the inner critic is not being compassionate to you you and your needs and what you are experiencing. So we want to completely avoid that self-criticism and the self-blame. Those are cognitive distortions. Now, I'm not saying these aren't going to happen. Of course, they're going to happen. But it just depends on do you have boundaries around how long you're allowing that to happen. A thought is just that. When you have the thought, then you attach your emotion. When you attach that emotion, then that emotion becomes your reality. And then when that becomes your reality, all of a sudden you're Two, three, four, five, six days, weeks, months into depression or being being a victim, or nothing goes my way, and then your your personality is starting to change, and then you're negative, and then no one wants to be around you. I mean, the domino effect is real. And what you have to do is catch that. So if you can understand that this is just a thought, name the emotion and then stop there, check in with yourself, ask yourself questions, is this triggering? Why is this triggering? What can I do? Is this really the reality? Is this logical? You know, all these things that get you to stop that. And these are things I talked about in my October uh, masterclass, the uh, uh, conquering your inner critic. I mean, it, it's a process. Another thing too, is to seek professional help. So I am definitely an advocate of coaching and uh therapy. And if you need a psychiatrist for the medication, you know, there's no shame in that. We've got to we've got to water that plant, right? Like you hopefully shower every day, bathe every day. Well, why wouldn't you tend to your mind every day? You know, you might work out every day or 5 days a week. Why wouldn't you do the same for your mind? I mean, they all work together. So it's important for you to really find the resources that you need. If you're listening to this podcast, well, you know, then I'm a coach. So if you want to work with me, then look at the uh, show notes and book a discovery call. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to learn more about you and your needs. Another thing is letting go of rituals. So what does this mean? So when you create personal rituals or ceremonies to symbolize your commitment um, to letting go. So... Maybe you can write a letter. I know that that kind of seals the deal. Maybe there's a person in your life that you just need to let them know, I can't do this anymore and you don't really want to talk to them. Maybe you don't really want to um, have a final closure meeting. You just want to write a note, you know, or sometimes people might burn things. You know, if that's like a time in your life and you're like, I don't want to see this anymore. I know for me, I try to quarterly clean out my closet, and <laughs> I, I did I did it this summer, and it was ridiculous. This summer was actually this, the the probably the first time in a long time where I actually got rid of a lot of shit. And for whatever reason, I was looking at stuff. I was like, "Why do I still have this? Like, why do I still have this from ten years ago? I don't wear this." And it was some for some dumb reason. Like, oh, I remember I wore this at this party. Okay. And, you know, and and I keep telling myself if I don't, if I don't use this on a daily basis or every other day, if I don't see it on a daily basis or every other day, then I don't need it. (laughs) I mean, if it's buried at the bottom of my drawer, dresser or bathroom or whatever, you know, cabinet, I'm pretty sure it's not needed because I forgot it was there. So I think throwing away, burning things, writing letters, whatever it is, you want to have that kind of, maybe you're a finalized person where that's going to be your, I'm all done. So that's something that could work. And then the last one I want to talk about is shifting your focus. So I kind of talked, I touched on this a little bit when I talked about the self-compassion with the inner critic. So when we can redirect our attention and energy towards something positive, so where our energy is going, that's where everything is going to flow. So if you are thinking negative thoughts all the time, you're going to be watering that plant in your mind and you're going to get that in abundance. If you are thinking nothing but positive thoughts and you walk down the street and people are smiling at you and saying, hey, how's it going? And you're looking and beaming. You're going to get more of that because that's the energy and the vibration you're giving off. So when you can shift your focus and redirect, you know, and that takes a lot of work. Like you have to get out of your feelings and your cognitive distortions to be able to think positively because you might be taking a self-blame victim approach of like, yeah, well, she said this and did you see her face? And, and it's just like, we need to not mind read. How about we actually ask for what we're looking for? I actually got into a little quick tiff with my husband this morning. I was doing something that I guess annoyed him and he made some rude ass comment to me and called me something that he's not a fan of these types of people. And so instead of me flipping out and getting mad at him and then, you know, volleying a a rude comment back to him, I basically held him accountable and I said, do you need something? And he was like, it's just annoying when you do blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. So then you could ask me to stop. He's like, I did. I said, no, actually you didn't. What you did was you, you said X, And then I said, why? And then you continue to say X. I said, you did not say, hey, Lauren, you know what? When you do that, it's really annoying. Can you just please stop? And I said, if you said that, I probably would have stopped because that was a clear, you got my attention. You asked for what you needed, not let me insult you. And then I'm supposed to read between the lines to think that, oh, he's annoyed. So let me stop doing that. I'm not going to read his mind. He needs to be held accountable and he needs to state what it is he wants and that's how you can shift your focus after that i mean i'm sure he was like in his feelings (laughs) because he got quiet and he just said okay and i said don't just tell me okay and brush it off i said did you understand what i said and he was like yes i just don't have anything to say and i get it he was probably irritated that i threw it back at him and made him use his words as i say to my five-year-old there are a lot of adults who don't use their words and we're supposed to mind read Don't do it, just shift your focus. So that is all that I have for you today. But before we leave, I wanna tell you about my December free masterclass all right so i've been talking about this every single podcast episode and i really hope that you are getting excited about this so this is the ultimate virtual event to discover embrace and nurture your values this is a 90 minute virtual event to help women with adhd who desire to uncover their authenticity so they can have greater empowerment without lack of fulfillment and emotional stress Now, if that hits all these buttons for you, I want you to sign up, okay? I want you to go to the show notes, I want you to click that link where it says free masterclass, sign up here. Now, I will tell you, because I want high energy, high vibe, I want engaged people. I don't want you coming to this masterclass with your screen off in the car and picking your nose and yelling at your kid and maybe taking away some nuggets. That's not the energy I want. I want women who are there and who are ready To learn, listen, and transform. If that's you, then you sign up. It's going to direct you to my Calendly for a pre-qualifier call. Now, this is for two reasons. I want to know who's in the room. I'm not trying to just talk to somebody whom I I don't know. I want to know you. I want to understand what is your desired outcome. What are you looking to gain from this masterclass? Because I'll tell you straight up, I do cater based on the pre-qualifier calls, what I need to touch on in these masterclasses. I'm all about individualizing. That's what I I did as a special educator. That's what I do in my other business, working with students and clients, well, client students. So I wanna do that for you. I want you to come to this event feeling excited, feeling excited to learn. I create workbooks based on these um, masterclasses. So the last masterclass, we did cognitive distortions and I created a 54-page workbook and it walked through all the cognitive distortions. It walked through um, uh, journal prompts that you can do on your own. And also it had scenario practicing. So, you know, here's this cognitive distortion. Here's an example. What would you do to challenge it? What would you do to shift your mindset? So it really gets you thinking. So I'm not just giving you crap for you to, again, show up and be in your car and not have your screen on. So if this interests you, I want you to click the link. I want you to sign up. I want you to um, take 15 minutes out of your day. You know, 15 minutes is nothing if this is important to you. So with that being said, I want you all to have a fabulous week. And next week, we're going to touch on toxic relationships. See you then. Thank you for joining us on this transformative journey today. I'm Coach Lauren, and you have been listening to The Mindful ADHD Diva. Stay mindful, stay focused, and together continue to elevate our ADHD game. And remember, there are no drastic changes without drastically changing. I'll see you next week, divas.